All right, listen, everyone. We, we recorded this podcast episode in my living room in person. Um, somehow, when we recorded, I turned the mic off. So if my audio sounds kind of wacky, it's because Noah worked his magic and pulled my audio from his microphone. But this is a good conversation, and so we're going to try and salvage it. So if you're hearing this, apologies, but also you're welcome because we're making this conversation happen. We're good. We're rolling. We are. We're here wow. in New Jersey. We're in person, Noah. <laughs> I think we've only gotten to hang out in person, what, three times now? Something yeah, like that? But now you're in my living room at 11 o'clock at night. <laughs> this is great. And we're leaving for beer camp. I mean, when people are hearing this, we'll, we'll probably be in the air. Sure. But we're recording the night before our early um, predictions. Yeah. For really, this is the first New Evangelicals like in-person event. That's true. Because when I started the Instagram, we were still like heavy pandemic. Right. And then the podcast started, we were still pretty heavy pandemic. Sure. And now here we are where we're traveling <laughs> to hang out with people that I feel like we don't deserve to hang out with. Right. Right. That's the exact feeling I'm getting. I'm like, like what am I doing in the room with Pete Enns? Okay. You know? So maybe, <laughs> maybe I'm just extra tired because it's 11 o'clock at yeah. night. I have two kids under two. They don't sleep through the night. So it could be that. And it also could be that I, I just naturally get a little anxious before I fly. Like, I can't help it. My, my body just gets anxious. So it could be that. But I'm, like, almost a little nervous. Because uh-huh. I'm like, what if I say the wrong thing? And someone's like, <laughs> oh, my God, Tim, that's so harmful. And I'm like, oh, my God, I'm so sorry. Sure, I had no idea. Yeah. Like, I mean, we're going with the name, the new evangelicals, yeah. into spaces that are like, what? <laughs> yeah, yeah, exactly. Right? Like, liberation theology professionals, uh, process theologians. Yeah. And I'm just like, um... Hey guys, you know, <laughs> <laughs> the amount of like scholars and experts that are going to be in this room that are the people that have fueled my own process of change and, you know, reconsidering so many different things in my life. It's just, it's just insane to even be in the same room. Right. I'm pretty sure that trip has me interviewing Diana Butler Bass. Wow. On evangelicalism. Oh and I'm just God. like, humana, humana, humana. Um, <laughs> uh, hi, Mrs. Butler Bass. Hi. Yeah. Uh, you know? And then sure. he also has me doing a panel discussion on Christian nationalism with like four or five like heavyweight theologians. Wow. I'm like, why am I hosting this? Like, should I, should I be in the crowd just listening to their wisdom? <laughs> so it is a weird feeling to be. I'm, it's just kind of unknown to me. Yeah, right? like, sure. This is kind of, okay, this is a weird in the moment process, but I have not been in like Christian spaces in person right? in a long time. I was thinking about this on my drive over. And the last time I was, was like evangelical. Right. And now I'm going to be in this new kind of like Christian space that's nothing I would ever, I would never have imagined myself in. Yeah. And I'm like, how do I act? Like what, what, what right. are the new cultural norms? Yeah. That I yeah. don't know. <laughs> <laughs> what what are like the the altar calls and the pads of you know trip trip fuller's uh, denomination, right? Whatever we want to call it. So far, it seems like a lot of beer. <laughs> yeah, we got to ask Trip what the name of his denomination is. Yeah, right. This weekend. Yes, exactly. Well, exactly though. I mean, and uh, listen, I'm sure. By the way, audience, if you're listening to this, thank you. Um, and we're we're gonna podcast as often as we can to kind of like process with the community and to post the episode. So I don't know if that means we'll have one episode out every day or sure. maybe one on Sunday, one on Monday. I don't know yet, but we're going to do our best to to kind of process this kind of yeah. day by day, right? So at this moment, 
I just feel intimidated. And that's not because anyone's made me feel that way. Sure. That's yeah. just my own insecurities being a former homeschooled, some college <laughs> under my belt, you know, right, person yeah. walking into a space with people who I'm just like, like you said, Noah, I've learned so much. Yeah. How could I possibly even hold the conversation besides <laughs> saying, mm-hmm, yep, wow, yeah, yeah, that's amazing. You know what I mean? Yeah. So I don't know. I'm, I, I got the nerves going. Yeah. Yeah. No, I feel the same way. And I'm not even going to be doing any speaking. I'm just going to be <laughs> kicking back at the sound booth here and pressing record. And I'm, I'm a little intimidated by the whole thing. What if thing, I totally so. bomb it? Like, what if I'm hanging out with no. Diana Butler Bass? I'm like, so, um, you know, I don't know what to ask you. We're live on the air. And I'm like, oh my God, I'm totally screwing this sure. up. <laughs> I'll just, I'll fix it in the edit. No yeah. one will ever know. I can, I've, I've developed the skill of, of rewinding time wow. and, and fixing your, your mistakes in person. Wow. So nobody's going to know. Um, thank you. That, yeah. that means so much. It's taken years of, of <laughs> practice and meditation. So and, let me ask you this, Noah, because this is, again, you and I, we've hung out a few times in person. Sure, you're yeah. not that far from me, about an hour yeah. and a half. Um, so it's going to be cool traveling, you know, together. And I think we're probably, I'm assuming we're going to be in the same room, uh, rooming together. Yeah. What are some, like, what are some expectations you have going into this, mm. this beer camp theology nerd bot podcast, yeah. um, God pod <laughs> edition thing? I don't even know. I think that, and it's like you said, it's, it's been a really long time. I've dipped my toe into church services here and there over the past couple years and have not had positive experiences. And I think that that's because of right. a lot of my own uh, baggage that I'm still working through a lot of my trauma from what those spaces were to me a few years ago. Yeah, And so kind of like you, this will be my first time in a room full of people having the God conversation in person, Yeah, which is exciting in a lot of ways, but it is intimidating because I don't even know what to, and this is just me kind of processing in real time, I'm not sure what I want out of that. Mm. I'm not sure what to expect out of that. Right. And I do have some of that like internal anxiety that comes up with just the concept of doing that again. Right. You know? Right. So like, do we meet new friends and are they real friends or like, is <laughs> right, it one of those yeah. like camp experiences? Or do they just want you to sign the welcome card? You know? Right. <laughs> or is it one of those like camp experiences where you're like, Oh my God, we're a family forever. And we never right. see them again. Yeah, yeah. And I think, also, this is this is might be kind of silly to some people, but I have like this, especially doing the podcast so much. I have this like anxiety of what if I say, what if I don't address them by like how they want to be addressed? Hmm. So hey, okay. Pete, that's Doctor Pete. Right. I'm so yeah, sorry, yeah. Doctor Pete ends, <laughs> Mister Doctor. You know what I mean? So yeah. I think there's also that part too, where it's like he seems uh, like such a grudging guy. Yeah, bro, totally. Guy. You know, yeah, he would definitely blast me on his only God ordained podcast. <laughs> But, you know, like, I'm afraid of, like, if I meet someone new, sure. or, like, what if I, I, I use the wrong pronouns? Sure, Like, just yeah. completely assume. Yeah. And they're like, actually, my pronouns are whatever. And I'm like, right. oh, my God, I'm so sorry. We're, but then they're like, oh, but that's so classic of an evangelical to do this. And it's like, <laughs> oh, my God. You know, I'm just like, oh, my God, I ruined sure. the whole thing. I'm not, I didn't, I didn't, I didn't, you know, I wasn't thoughtful enough. <laughs> right, yeah, yeah. Well, it's like this whole thing of, like, community, again, is almost new to us after how many years of... Not not getting that, you know, in-person group experience right. just church-wise, but just with, you know, everything that's going on in the right. world. It's kind of like I feel like I have to inter- learn how to interact as a human being again. Oh, my gosh. Exactly. Um, Let yeah. alone with my, you know, my heroes in the room. of like, I've got your book, you know? Right. <laughs> hey, Mr. Trip Fuller, can you sign this, Mr. <laughs> Sir, <Right>. please? <laughs> I'm going to try not to do that. <laughs> Same, dude. I mean, I, I think 
talking to them via podcast has helped like lower some of that, you know, like, sure, Oh my yeah. God. But there's still, as far as like they're, and you know, everyone's different, but I just, I just see so many of these folks as just very intellectually brilliant, right? Like they yeah, are, they really are pushing things forward. Yeah. And we're, I feel like I'm just trying to ride their coattails and just trying to catch up on like how they're thinking about things. Yeah. So it does feel for me kind of like, and again, we, this is all pre, right? I mean, right, we could yeah. podcast we're tomorrow and be like, in tomorrow night and it's like, going to oh, be like, what were we right? thinking? Yeah, know? right. Yeah. They're all awesome. And I'm, and I'm sure they are. But at this moment in this recording, it just feels kind of like the Titans. Yeah. And like, here's us little <laughs> pipsqueaks, you know, <laughs> like almost when you're, when you're a kid, like in middle school and you see, you see that, you see the high schoolers, they're, they're the big kids. Right. Yeah. You, you're not sure how to, how to act around them. And you kind of follow their lead. And if they make a right. joke, you laugh. But if you make a joke and they don't laugh, you yeah. bombed it. That, that first day of like high school youth group was terrifying. Exactly. Exactly. That's what this feels like. Right. That's a perfect analogy. This yes. Is, this is like day one of, of high school youth group right. all over again. And you're the, you're the new freshman. Yeah, yeah. Right. Yeah, that's exactly <laughs> right. And you're just, you just feel like, I mean, maybe, okay, maybe on a more meta level, it's about, it's it's a sense of not feeling like, like um, as part of the in-group necessarily, mm. right? And again, this is, I'm just saying like um, how we feel now. Sure. I, I've talked to Trip many times. I don't feel that way with him. But I know Trip has like his people, right? Sure. And he has all of his his crew that he's and he's been building this for years. He's yeah. been doing this for a long time. Yeah. So we're kind of the new folks. So like all the jokes, all the inside jokes, all of the kind of humor yeah. that's already been caught. And then we have to kind of hopefully assimilate <laughs> and like not be awkward or, right. or, yeah. or you know, be like those really like, you know, um just uh yeah, I think I catch it and then you make a joke and they're like, dude, that wasn't funny. It's like, oh my right. god, I'm so sorry. <laughs> Oh my gosh. Well, I'm really curious. Who are you most excited to hear like speak across this week? Cause there's just so many names for you me. You know, um, they're all really great. I'm really excited to get to know Diana Butler Bass yeah. because I've never interviewed her on, the, on my podcast. Sure. I talked to, um, Adam Clark several times, talked to Trip, talked to Pete Enns. Um, and they're great. And I'm looking forward to kind of becoming more hopefully friendly with them. Yeah, of course. Just like more friend to friend. But I don't really know Diana, and I love her work. Like, yeah. I, she's a brilliant writer. She's super smart. She knows her shit. Yeah. And apparently, she's, like, really into the history of evangelicalism, which really fits into a lot of the work that we do, because so sure. many in our community are kind of like, all I know about evangelicalism is the right-wing Christian right. nationalist garbage yeah, version. Uh, and, and I think Diana's more of like, well, that's true, but there's also a rich history, which right. I would love to talk about, because... We've talked, about, we've talked about that a little bit on the podcast yeah. with like our interview with, with Ben Kramer. But I want to kind of pick her brain more on that. And also, where are we heading? And is there a way to stop what looks like a complete, you know, an utter train wreck happening yeah. in evangelical spaces? Yeah, of course. So I think I'm looking forward mostly to talking to her. Yeah, and I've got a copy of one of her books in my backpack right now that I'm going to try to actually read through this weekend. Which one? It's um, A People's History of Christianity, I think is what it's Sounds called. Sounds great. Yeah, yeah. And and I've listened to a few of her interviews before. I was able to take a couple of the sessions of a class that she did with Trip on the Historical Jesus. Okay. Um, or I think that was earlier this year, and my life got crazy. I wasn't able to finish it. But the thing I appreciated most about her work is the way that she brought her expertise, but she also brought a sort of optimism to the whole situation right which i find very very hard to 
feel myself. You know, I feel like I need a couple of those voices that are giving me hope that there's something beyond this. Well, and dude, I think that she's yeah. going to be one of those voices throughout this week. Well, not to not to go off on a small side note, but we were, we were just talking when you showed up. I just said about the Alex Jones thing. Right. Yeah. And like, if there's anything that got me discouraged tonight, mm-hmm. it's this Alex Jones situation. Yeah. So, you know, for the audience out there, um, Alex Jones... If you don't know the story, that the story is this: Alex Jones is, I would argue, one of the most dishonest men to ever walk the face of the planet, if if not ever. Um, and <laughs> and he has his own like, it's not news, it's propaganda called Infowars. It's like it's, a, it's like his own empire. Sure, and it's really it's really disingenuous. I mean, it's bad. It, yeah, it is. Yeah. You know, people even in conservative spaces never really touched Alex Jones. Right. Yeah. So Alex Jones, when the Sandy Hook massacre happened, he planted this lie that it was a false flag. That um that you know the the kids um um were, were at one point maybe weren't really dead or the parents were in on it like really sure, terrible, yeah. vile stuff disgusting disgusting yeah. yeah the parents sued and they finally got to court and a, and a big ruling came down today yeah. that 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 he's found liable for a billion that's a one billion with the B uh, a billion dollars in damages. And um that's a huge win. Yeah. Because yeah, again, incredible. Alex Jones, like what he did was was abhorrent. And on Twitter, I'm watching like prominent Christian nationalists. I'm watching Charlie Kirk and a couple others defend Alex Jones and say this is this is the regime telling people that if they don't um, if they don't get in shape or get in line, they're going to be you know kicked out kind of thing. Wow. And I'm like, I wait. I'm sorry. You're really defending Alex Jones in this situation. Right. Yeah. I mean, and, and by the way, the trial itself. Like if you, if you followed any of the trials that have happened, yeah. it's evident that Alex lies on the stand. He would get off the stand, go home, and then rant about the judge on his show, wow. likening her to a pedophile. I mean, oh my it's God. horrible stuff, dude. He unre- Unrepentant, not sure. sorry. He lied through the whole fucking trial. Wow. And to have Christian nationalists be like, oh my God, like Alex Jones is like, he he's being attacked here. Sure. That was so discouraging to me because- these are the people who tell us it's, it's about the children. Right. Yeah, you know, the groomers in schools. You know, the, we, we have to worry about the kids. Yeah. And one of the stories that broke my, my, my damn heart was that one of the parents of the victims said on the stand that Alex's followers were so bad, they found their son's grave, yeah. they urinated on it, and they threatened to dig it up. Wow. I swear to God. And I'm listening to this like, and then Charlie Kirk is defending this on Twitter. Yeah, yeah. So anyway, so just want to say, like, talk about discouraging. Like tonight, right. I'm just, I'm beyond angry. I'm just discouraged. Right. Right. Like, is this really the state of of prominent people who lead Christian organizations who talk yeah. to evangelical leaders? Yeah. Right. This is your view on Alex Jones. Right. You claim to follow Jesus. Yeah. What What the hell kind of Jesus are you following? Right. So anyway, so I say that because I hope Diane can give me some some good news here. <laughs> because I see this, I'm just like, it's another low. Mm-hmm. It's another damn low that These, brought me to tears tonight. Yeah. I'm like, what, what is going on? Those are the, the kind of moments that just make me feel the most defeated is kind of like the best word for it i think where i just feel like that's it there really is no hope we've like gone so far over the deep end and i don't i don't want to be like living with that headspace you know what i mean that's not healthy for me as a person totally but when those things happen it's like how just this how you know it's another example of 
you think, okay, we can find common ground here. Right. Right. Yeah. This happened. On this very, very basic things. Like right. this is in anybody's moral book should be seen as abhorrent, right? Ab- abhorrent, abhorrent, however you pronounce it. Whatever. Yeah. Yeah. Terrible. Exactly. You know, he lied, he lied, he lied, he lied. Right. Through his teeth, he lied on the stand, he lied under oath. His followers, um, um, you know, um, harassed. Sure. The, the parents who lost children. In 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 a, in a mass shooting that, by the way, the same people like like Alex Jones and Charlie Kirk fought fought against those laws, right? That would have yeah. helped that not happen, of course, right? Yeah. So it's like this happens. Okay, great. We can all agree, right? That Alex Jones is way out there, should not be trusted. Right, he's a yeah. liar, and that this is maybe some sense of peace for the victims. Yeah, and then Charlie Kirk and others, by the way, he's he's not sure, the only one. Yeah. Go on Twitter and say, no, this is terrible. This is bad. The regime is coming after free speech. You're like, what are you talking about? This right. was a civil suit, and there was a jury, and, they yeah. were, and he was found guilty or liable by his peers. Right? Yeah. This is, not, this is not Joe Biden's regime. Sure. Yeah. And that's just another example of this trend that that we see of like a resistance to accountability in all forms. Yes. Even when it's completely and totally legitimate on every level. So. Joel Berry, who is the managing editor of the Babylon Bee, tweeted, I think what they're doing to Alex Jones is evil. And I really? think most of us know it and are too afraid to say it. Like, what are you talking about? Um, J.D. Vance, uh, in the past, this is last year, said, Alex Jones is a far more reputable source of information than Rachel Maddow. What? And then the one by Charlie Kirk, there are two actually, but I'll just read one. This is what Charlie Kirk said today. This isn't about calculating real damages from Alex Jones. This is about sending a message. If you upset the regime, they will destroy you completely and utterly forever. What fucking regime? Uh, it, I, I, I don't even understand. I'm not trying to be dramatic. I, I have no idea what he's talking about. Another there. big one. Benny Johnson. Alex Jones was just ordered to pay nearly $1 billion in a second defamation trial. Just like deplatforming. This isn't about Alex Jones. It's about silencing political enemies. The regime is setting a precedent that if you speak out, they will come after you and try to destroy you. Again, what world? are we inhabiting together? Yeah. What universe? I, I, I don't know. I, I said this in a reel that I posted tonight. I just had to get it out. Yeah. Um, I said, I, I don't get shocked by Christian nationalists super often these days. Like we cover a lot, Noah, yeah. right? Yeah. And I, I watch videos all, all the time. I hear a lot of crazy shit. Yeah. Yeah. This was a jaw dropping moment, especially when I saw one after another, it wasn't just one. Right. It was two, three, sure. four. I'm like, what on earth? Is going on. So anyway, I, I don't want to, you know, belabor the point, but I just hope that maybe Diana can give you some hope here because damn, tonight was a real shot. Yeah. It was a blow. Yeah. I hope so. That's really, <laughs> I think, and I was thinking about this on my drive over, kind of just processing what would I like to get out of this weekend? You know, like, what do I hope to come out on the other side yeah. with? And my biggest hope for this whole weekend this whole experience is to just come out with a little bit of restored faith that there is something more beautiful on the other side that like a healthier version of community is possible yeah and that maybe what we're doing is actually helping work towards that i think we should end on that note because i agree awesome <laughs> well everyone <laughs> thanks for listening to this last minute podcast i mean we're recording this at 11 30 at night yeah it'll be out in the morning uh and we'll keep you posted of our of our beer camp adventures and i'll let you know if i mess anything up and Completely embarrass myself and all the new evangelicals <laughs> out there and ruin our credibility 
in front of all the heavyweights of the right. Game. What's going to ruin my credibility is that I know nothing about craft beer. So, honestly, me either. <laughs> I, I I I like sours. Okay. Maybe. Yeah. I drink so little. Yeah. And I'm not a big drinker. Either. No, me either. And I'm going to beer camp, but hey, when in Rome, right? Exactly. So. Yeah. All right, friends. Hey, if you're going to beer camp, I can't wait to meet you. And neither yeah. can Noah. It's yeah, be great. Absolutely. So make sure you find us and introduce yourselves. I know there's a few people definitely coming from our like circles. That's so awesome. It is awesome. Yeah. It is awesome. Like any anybody, I'll probably be the guy behind whatever the soundboard or laptop controlling something is. So please Perfect. just come and say hi. I'm socially awkward. I won't say hi to you. So yeah, exactly. you're going to have to initiate. But <laughs> I'd love to meet you. At least you're honest, Noah. <laughs> yeah, exactly. I'm trying. <laughs> All right, friends. Talk to you later. See ya.